Welcome to the Lyft Bible Study Podcast with my mom, Melanie Leach. You might be wondering what Lyft stands for. Lyft, L-I-F-T, stands for Ladies in Fellowship Together. They are a group of regular women trying to live out their Christian faith walk day by day. That is my son, Nicholas. We went ahead and I wanted to do a, a test intro and kind of incorporate him into the podcast to try incorporating another voice. Um, I think he did pretty good. That was that was that was really good. I'm really proud of him. So anyway, that was Nicholas, my nine year old son, uh, doing that intro. I think we may keep it for a while and just see see some you know how the feedback is, or we could you know have something some kind of a professional jingle done. I don't know. I'm still working on ideas. So that brings me to an update on this podcast. Um, We will be changing the name, so it won't be the Lyft Bible Study Podcast. I mean, it still will be. It's going to be simply Lyft, and that will be whenever we do the broader launch and rebrand. More details coming on that because obviously I'm working on some graphics, uh, some design graphics for the little logo that you'd see on the pod, And then some intro music, as well as we're working on the little intro. It may be Nicholas. It may be something else. I'd love to hear your feedback on that. More details coming soon on that. In the meantime, you can always find us on your podcast symbol on your phone under Lyft Bible Study. So we're currently in the third week of February, and... Will, Nicholas, and I just got back from a, from a little mini break. Nicholas had President's Day off, so we took advantage of that extra day to just get out of town for a long weekend. My husband, Will, has been just traveling a lot, and he's got more travel coming in these months before months and weeks before Easter. And he just, he really needed a break. And so we took this as an opportunity to just take some time as a family and just get away. And I got to tell you, it was wonderful. So after this break, I was reminded of the Jewish Sabbath rest tradition. The Sabbath, what is it exactly? So in Exodus, Moses writes as the fourth commandment, Observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Work six days and do everything you need to do. But on the seventh day, it's a Sabbath day to God, your God. Don't do any work, not you, not your son, not your daughter, not your servant, not your maid, not your animals, not even the foreign guest visiting in your town. For in six days, God made heaven, earth, and sea, and everything in them, He rested on the seventh day. Therefore, God blessed the Sabbath day. He set it apart as a holy day. This is where this came from with Moses. The Israelites are coming out of Egypt. They've been enslaved and they've been working every day. When you're a slave, you don't get a day off. Here they are. God is giving them a Sabbath rest. They're free. They are free. They're entering into the promised land. So the Sabbath is a day of rest and worship for God's people. 
So Susie Hawkins, I've mentioned her many times before on this podcast. She's a mentor of mine, and she is just, she is so wise. I call her the sage one who just speaks wisdom into my brain. Anyway, I, I'm remembering time and time again, she has said how much she loves spending Sabbath in Israel because everything shuts down. She and her husband, OS, have no choice but to stop. There are no shops open. No restaurants are open. The streets are silent. People are with their families. There's no electronics, no work, no cell phones, no TV. Can you imagine taking a break like that? The entire nation of Israel does this. There are some areas here in Dallas uh, where there are larger Jewish communities. And in those communities, they observe the Sabbath. And everything shuts down on Friday, at sundown on Friday, until sundown on Saturday. The family or a group of friends gather together for a nice meal, usually using the good china. So they have a Friday Shabbat meal. And they eat, they talk, they enjoy good conversation, you know, quality time together. And it's by candlelight, so it makes it a little more special. Afterwards, you know, they, of, of course, after that, that evening meal, Saturday, they relax. They go to the temple. They, they read. They study their Torah. They slow down. And they, they worship. They visit with one another. It's the Sabbath for them is an anticipated time of the week for rest and spiritual renewal. This just, again, got me thinking, when was the last time you spent a day just doing non-work stuff, non-shuffling the kids here and there, you know, no busy things that I have to get done, no laundry, no washing the dishes, no vacuuming. My Aunt Shirley said that her father-in-law used to take his wife out for a hamburger every Sunday after church because he said, you shouldn't have to cook on the Sabbath. You know, maybe taking a nap. You know, one thing after church I always love is just going upstairs in uh, Nicholas's playroom where it's kind of quiet and I can close the curtains. I put on a an old movie that I haven't seen in a long time and put the volume down really low and I just fall asleep to that. It's lovely. It's nice. Picking up a book that you've been wanting to read, sitting on the couch, sitting outside, take a nap, spend time with your family or our good friends, Sabbath rest. Back in my single days after church, my friends and I would grab a bite to eat and then we'd head over to a house with a pool and we'd lay out. We would lay out all day long. We'd use some block, of course. Um, we would read. We would talk. We would dream about what our life will be like when we got married, when we had kids, when we had that perfect job. We would just, we would just dream. We would have just really good times together. Sabbath rest. On our break this past weekend... Uh, Will and I and Nicholas, we stayed at this little place down in the Florida Keys. And every evening, Will and I sat out on the beach and we just watched the sunset over the ocean. We just sat there. We waited 
as the sun would gently sink into the ocean. It was so peaceful, and it was just, it was lovely. After that, we would get Nicholas, and we'd shower up and get ready for dinner. Do you sometimes feel like you're, you're burning the candle at both ends, or that you have so many things piled on yourself that you're a jinga block away from having everything come crashing down? If so, take a break. Take a Sabbath rest. Trust God to allow for that 24-hour break. Unplug. He made the Sabbath rest for us. For us, too. It's not just for the, for the people of Israel. He made a day of rest for us. Well, that's all I have today. I really just wanted to, to contemplate rest. If God needed to rest, how much more do we need to rest? Even when Jesus was here on the Sabbath, he rested. We need to rest. I will leave you with uh, a typical Jewish blessing over the Sabbath meal. I looked this up, and it's a, it's a beautiful blessing, and it's rich. I'm going to read it. It may seem a little, a little different, but just think about all the Jewish families on Friday evenings pretty much saying this, maybe not in these exact words, but pretty close. The blessing goes like this. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and has been pleased with us. In love and favor, he has given us his holy Sabbath as a heritage, a memorial of the creation. That day being also the first among the holy festivals to remember the exodus from Egypt. You have chosen us and hallowed us above all nations and in love and favor has given us your holy Sabbath as a heritage. Blessed are you, O Lord, who sanctifies the Sabbath. Sabbath rest. See you next time.